So it's uh, 25 minutes past 10 Central European time on the end of day one of uh, Mobile Congress. This is 361 degrees live from Mobile Congress uh, 2013. My name is Ben Smith from Wireless Worker. I'm Ewan from Mobile Industry Review. And I'm Rafe from the All About Sites. And uh, I think it's fair to say, Jones, it's a low energy room this evening. What was that you did? This is, uh, uh, it's just, uh, it's, it's 361 and, uh, uh what happened to you? I'm feeling full of beans and zip now because I've just had my emergency Haribo to spice things back up again. Mr. McLeod and I have uh, two glasses of fairly reasonable quality Rioja in front of us, although it's not actually... Well, a glass each, a glass each. Yes, yes. Can we do so, cheers? Yeah, cheers. Are we allowed to do this with our certificate on the... Uh, I think so. I, th- I think, oh, I think even... Ch- that was plastic. Wasn't it's it? the cheap glasses. I think oh, it, even children are aware of the existence of alcohol. They're just not encouraged to drink it. Okay, right. So don't a blank for this, kids. Just say something in for while we have a... So... Good choice. That very nice. Yeah. So, um, what are we doing here? This morning started with the Nokia press conference. Um, well, more importantly, we need to su- settle the bus versus taxi debate. Oh yes. So, of course, uh, I, I almost in the joy. We, we recorded here last night um, the first preview episode, and, and technical gremlins ate it. So we did it again this morning uh, on the way to the Nokia event, and uh, bus versus bus versus taxi. Certainly. Thus far today, bus has won because Barcelona is incredibly busy with people attending Mobile World Congress. And it turns out that apart from Mobile World Congress, other people live here as well. And they kind of go to work <laughs> and shop. And they, it's just uh, incredible. It's amazing. And yeah. no one from MWC was using the local buses. So while 500 people were waiting for a taxi, we were able to walk up 45 seconds later, the bus arrives. And even Ewan was heard to say that this was all right. So bus, yes. buses, thus, thus far, the tally is public transport is winning, despite the fact it doesn't necessarily offer a service level that McLeod enjoys but when we finally made it into the venue as, yes. we, as we did at um, what time is it about half 6 past 6am or something like that it was about 8 o'clock this morning half past 7 half past 7 by the time half we arrived seven. So what were we doing I know half past 7 and uh, we were then divided. we had to wait an hour for anything to happen well, we, we, Nokia we, but then we arrived and uh and you know, to use a Harry Potter, this was the dividing, the sorting stick, oh, yeah. sorting hat. Sorry, sorted us into our respective classes, and um, and you and I were sorted into uh, riffraff, and um, Rafe was elevated to the table. Uh, you should explain what that means. Well, so um, the Hall, Hall of the Nokia stand. It's a massive, big stand. Chairs it, everywhere. It was incredible because they, they, a good portion of their stand is kind of given over to like a kind of a press conference area this mm. year. They've obviously, uh, I don't know if they're going to re, you know, redo it every day, but today they must have been seating for what 150 something like that. Yeah, yeah maybe a lot. yeah a lot. And, and 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 a good proportion of that area was given over to. Uh, desks for for proper media, proper media, and uh, it's Alex Bold. Yeah, it's Alex Bold. And on the desks, you had a wired internet. Cause the wireless internet in in the venue is hopeless. But right. I suppose there are seventy, eighty thousand people there, so it is probably to be expected. But but the the the, the privileged few were given wired connections, chairs, power. And, and, and some pretty premium donuts. And I know that because I then snuck up and ate a load for my breakfast afterwards. Rafe Blanford deigned to let me sit near him whilst he, um, whilst he did, completed his live blog. But Did so it feel good no when, they, when they opened? The, they basically did the equivalent of a nightclub. Yes, there's, there's the, vel- the velvet rope. And they said, ah, Mr. Blanford. Mr. You, Blanford, you thank ha- you for coming. You have the small orange spots applied to your badge. Blanford's getting it. 
So what's this? He's getting his badge out. Oh, yeah, see, I, you see, what's, I, we what's could, this? We could have faked that because it's just a red. It's just a red sticker. So but he's anyway. got his badge with a red sticker. Maybe, that maybe we, we can actually in. talk about what they were actually showing at the press conference because I think that's why people. Are no, no, to I this. think why people really want to care is they want to know more about you, the man, the man behind the myth. Well, uh, let, let's maybe do that in a later episode when it's maybe we're running out of things to talk about because there's quite a lot to talk about today. So uh, we, we were duly sorted. Be sensible. We, we, were, we were sorted um, and, and, the, and the wheat was separated from the chaff and the chaff went off to get some donuts and a chair. And um, then proceeded to tweet it about <laughs> and it. So, and then, yes, we had some fun at race expense and if, if you were following us on Twitter this morning, so then no change there, then. You, you would have enjoyed that or not, depending on, on your point of view. Hash... Blanford blog. Yes, follow follow hash Blanford blog throughout my boy Congress. Lots of images and video. Yep. And then a man called Stephen arrived onto the stage and showed us four new phones. And I suppose the four we talk about the four phones in the mo- in, in the moment, but um, there there'd been quite a lot of leaks. So there was some talk about would they release a tablet? Would they do all kinds of things? But actually, it was just four handsets today wasn't it? It was four handsets and they were all, what, what you, well there were two low cost series 40 devices uh, the 310 and the 105 I think it was Yeah, I forget the number for the 310 I wasn't at the desk Rafe, I don't know uh, Well, there we go, uh, which were kind of The 105 is really impressive, 15 euros for yeah. I mean they, they mm. went through a whole, whole bit about the design yeah. and you could see a commonality between that and some of the Lumia handsets in terms of the design language, which isn't something they've really done before for those low-end handsets, and it's the, the colours with cyan and red and white and black. And um, then talking about some of the features on it, and then they sort of um, announced, well, this is 15 euros, and there was almost a stunned silence. There because, was. Yeah. You know, yes, Nokia produced handsets like that, but this was a significant step up. It was actually, this is a handset you can imagine people buying for doing, you know, it, yes, it's calls and text but it does a few other yeah. bits well the as battery well. on it was just astounding it and does hold it's back 35 to... days right, on yeah. standby and when you're accustomed to a, a smartphone that barely lasts a day or 10am in my case 10am in your case I mean admittedly you were uploading unnecessary video and all sorts of other I'm bits for it. I, was, I was blogging live blogging rates so that's what used that's, up all the that, that is never unnecessary mm. so that was impressive and then uh, the there was a let's say the 310 or something at least a the 300, 300. And, that, and that was dual sim or single sim and there was lots of variants but uh, you know so, um, good solid capable products for their markets and I was, I was kind of impressed because I expected lots of people to complain about it's not high end it's not flagship I'm not, not interested in this yeah. Yeah. and actually from the coverage I've seen a lot of people maybe I don't know maybe some more mature coverage but people have seen that actually okay I'm a technology blogger and I'm not going to go and buy middle range or, or low range devices, but I appreciate that there's a huge number of people that want to spend just a few tens of euros on device or a few hundred, a hundred euros on a new device. And I think there was an appreciation for that entry level 105. You know, this is a successor to the device that Nokia sold 100 million plus of. Yeah. And that does kind of put a different perspective on it when you realise just how many people, there's very few. Uh, consumer electronics you can think of a, a single model that, that sell in that kind of number and then the Lumia range there was the 520 and the 720 the 520s incredibly cheap 139 euros before taxes and subsidies and we've just been out for um, a bit of tapas with the guys from Nokia and had a bit of a play hands on with some prototypes um, of, of those and the 520 is pretty cool it, it, it 
it, it's it's cheap, but it's it's a, it's low cost without feeling particularly cheap. Didn't I think, think it felt cheap at all. Yeah. No, I, um, I mean having handled some of their previous, like the six ten and the the previous mm, kind yeah. of uh, Windows Phone first gen ones, they've done away with the glossy plastic, and even though it's probably no more or less expensive, it just doesn't feel as cheap to me. But the one that really impressed me was the seven twenty, because it's super slim, it's super light. The screen is pretty good. The camera is pretty good. The battery is pretty good. You know, the specs are pretty good, and and the price is wow, really, for a, a mid-range device. I think it's two hundred and seventy-nine euros, if yeah. I remember correctly, yeah. around that price yeah. point. And and again, and that's before any operator subsidy. So I mean, in the UK, that's going to be free. But more importantly, that's going to be free on some pretty low it's cost on tariffs. fifteen twenty pound. Yeah. Month, yeah, exactly. Contracts, yeah. and mm. I mean the other thing, particularly with the seven twenty, that struck me as a device that didn't really sacrifice anything in the design department, which you typically get in these, you know, these mid-tier devices. And the same applies to the, the 520. You think about the devices that that's going to compete against and the sort of plastic, nasty design that just doesn't really have any character identity to it. And, you know, you, most people walk into a, 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 for those kind of products, they will walk into a shop, they'll pick up the device and feel them. And I think Actually, Nokia has more of an advantage there than it does at the high end. There's more to differentiate and make it stand out, especially when you, you realise that actually most of the you know, experiences that you get on the Lumia 920 when they talk about imaging with the camera lens mm. apps, with Cinemagraph and all those other bits and pieces like Nokia Music, the, the Map Suite, which kind of got rebranded to the Here Suite now to be in line with the rest of their location brand. Actually, that's a, you know, a real level of experience which doesn't really step down from their high-end handsets and again you can't help but make that comparison to Android where you know you get a mid-tier Android handset it's a very different proposition to the high end yeah and I think that's what's particularly impressive about Windows Phone you know being able to be on those cheap handsets I, I would have never thought of that would be possible if you'd asked me a year ago you know 139 Windows Phone 8 handset you know, quite yeah. remarkable I think the so there's still some questions about people embracing the platform yes there's still some questions about apps and the ecosystem but having having had hands-on today with those devices if i was buying a mid-range device i have no hesitation on a purely hardware sense of picking up either of those devices and and it strikes me as well that that the 720 for for people who are not perhaps too fussed or moving onto their first smartphone so so a bit less uh, perhaps uh, fewer preconceptions about what they want. That could be quite a quite an appealing device, um, yeah. and maybe you know the the Nokia's recovery may not be a big bang. It may be a slow, hard work slog by producing competent, you know, large vol or increasingly large volume selling devices. Sort of build that momentum from the mm. mid tier rather than the high, yeah. which is kind of been the traditional thing for <clears throat> right. the, these platforms. And Windows Phone is almost geared to that kind of strategy and uh, and just before we, we move on um, a, a, a refresh a refreshing change from the Huawei event which was a real dog's breakfast yesterday of, of mistakes and in sort of incomprehensible sort of uh, you know just power with superlatives reached beyond exactly a, re a, a really clear precise description of each of the products well presented I think I don't know if you can ever take anything from the Nokia keynotes it, it certainly, there was a. It was interesting that Stephen Elop only really did the the top and the tail. They brought out Marco. Is it Marco Mar Antisari? Marco Antisari, yes. Their, their design guy, um, and who, then a demo guy to actually show something yeah. on the handsets working. But, you know, but the new features. Of, to me, it kind of felt uh, 
a bit of a confidence, a bit of a, a sense of, uh, you know, they've had, a, they've had an incredibly tough time recently, but they were quite proud of what they showed off today. Yeah. If, if you, you know, and that was very obvious on yeah. the stand as well. You know, there were people daring the handsets were really engaged. They wanted to show you stuff. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I think that kind of attitude when you're presenting a product makes a difference to how you then perceive it when you sort of walk away from yeah. presenting. You compare it to Huawei. And actually, I went to the ZTE press conference as well today. And it wasn't quite a mirror image, uh, you know, a repeat of mm. Huawei, but it wasn't far off with sort of very dry language on stage, you know, too many speakers, you know, a native Chinese speaker, which is fine, you can do that, but you have to translate quickly, you weren't getting that. You know, people call, call me for places like Dolby, that's fine to do that, but you, you need to manage the length. And again, it was a handset, high-end Android, very high spec, you know, impressive from a technical point of view, but... There just wasn't that same sense of here's a product I clearly understand where it's going, what it's about. I did take quite a lot of confidence from the Nokia press conference. Mm-hmm. Uh, first of all, we should point out, I mean, it was absolutely rammed. There was standing room only. Or well, sitting room in Rafe's case. Well, that's what, over <laughs> in the protected area, yeah. there was no issue. The velvet, the velvet we room. were all shoulder yeah. to shoulder, elbow to elbow. Yeah. Uh, and there was a, a genuine desire that I felt from the media to, to learn what Nokia was doing, what they had to offer. i tell you one thing that struck me was when they were talking about here, the, the new Nokia name Maps. for Nokia Maps, which uh, at no point did I doubt the company's capability. Now, I know that that sounds strange, but we have, you know, six months ago, we watched uh, Scott Forstall from... Apple get up on stage and say this is the best mapping application ever, and we all I think that the world's media said yeah 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 okay all right this looks fantastic looks really cool very nice got got it in our hands and thought this is appalling this is utter utter nonsense. The more and more I'm, I'm caught by how Nokia, whatever their strategy was in the last couple of years, at least they bought Navtech right. Mm. Um, yes, yeah, for 7.1 billion, which seems a like a lot of money, a lot of questions over that. Like a very savvy you can now see that later on, right? Because the stuff works, and they can really build upon that now. And it's that that importance of having accurate map data comes across again. So and I don't doubt that's the key thing. I don't it's doubt a that they have it. Factor. And, and what was really interesting about here, I mean, I almost think that's more significant than the other announcements they made. The confidence came across. If you went and looked on the stand where they were talking about here maps. They actually had competing products, so they had an Amazon uh, Kindle Fire on display because they're one of their partners. They had one of the new Firefox phones on display as well. They had Microsoft Surfaces, and you, there aren't very many stands where you will see that kind of thing. And it spoke yeah. about a different attitude to how they're doing maps. Right. And you know, for us, of course, it makes sense to take the platform, the, the horizontal viewpoint, as they think for mapping. It's an integral part of mobile. You know, it's like the air you breathe on mobile location. It's an essential index. But to actually have a company talk about it like that, who also happens to produce, you know, products, handsets, you know, I think it, it speaks, as you say, of a confidence about it, and it's the right strategy. I was very surprised that they they were putting here maps or allowing here maps to go on Firefox because I thought that potentially the Firefox OS could be a competitor for their low to mid range devices. But um, I suppose that it's either confidence or hedging their bets. But either way, they're, they're doing it with some conviction. Um, I mean, we- I, I spoke to uh, Christopher. Um, one of the map executives, the number two behind Michael Harbour, and I asked him that exact question, you know, why don't And he said, well, honestly, because that's the way mapping should work. And 
for all of these platforms we license to, we get the data back into the cloud and you can then do collection and all sorts of it's what they refer to as computational cartography Whoa. it's doing more than just a 2d map it's building it into a 3d map collecting information about where people are going what they're doing with it and clearly that is the next stage because you know the digital map is just scraping the surface of location there is so much more to go there it's a really exciting you know, Exciting enough that I want to persuade the two my two colleagues here to do a special episode on it at some point. Is that to, to, to be honest? If you fetch me another glass of yakko from the kitchen, I'm pretty much sold. That's joking. Ray's doing his own sound effects now. Um, so uh, that Nokia's event obviously starts the day, left a big impression. I think we will talk about that more, but uh, you know, a different a different Nokia, uh, and 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 maybe maybe one that's recovering a bit from a, a rough couple of months. Um, Sony Ericsson, we no sorry, Sony had a um, uh, an event this morning which we didn't go to, but they announced um, some handsets, and I'm struggling to remember which one. Well, I believe actually they announced the Tablet Z, which was the sorry. companion to their to oh, the Xperia Z phone, and they're sort of they're talking about the you know phone and tablet experience together. Um, but it does feel a little bit like a repeat of you know, the Sony lifestyle. You're going to buy all Sony products. I'm and, not, I can assure you. And exactly, I, I, it doesn't sound like the actual product itself. You know, it's a thin tablet it, with Sony product design. You know, they know how to design nice looking products. It's just a shame about what, how it works. Well, hold on a minute. I mean, I, I haven't seen it. I'd like to see it. But I, I have a lot of love for Sony, and I think a lot of the listeners do. Well, we'll go, we'll go and see it tomorrow. But, that we, but it was interesting that Nokia, LG, and Sony all had press events at the same time. Um, LG announced some handsets. Sony was announcing that tablet, sorry, not a handset, and, and Nokia were as well. And and, and uh, Samsung announced the date of the Samsung of the Galaxy S4 oh, launch in the middle of of that time period because uh, that's happening in March now. And yes, as Ray says, a spoiler. Very very smart. Let's just be clear: all the journalists, all the media are either at the one of these three massive handset manufacturers press conferences, and Samsung send an email to all these journalists saying, hey, would you like to come along and find that with the S4? So yeah. they basically have, a, have formally announced the fact it's coming. Yeah. But they do so in the middle of everyone else's press conference, safe in the knowledge these journalists will probably be connected and doing some live blogging, therefore have their email up. Yeah. Very smart. So what else did we see? So uh, after we did that, we, we, did, we went our separate ways. Um, right. What else did you see today, uh, Rafe? Well, I, I went and had a little look at some of the Firefox handsets um, you know, there's Alcatel, Alcatel and ZTE, um, and actually the thing that kind of caught my attention was Telefonica talking about how they're going to deploy it to Latin America and Spain this summer, and there was a CEO of Telefonica going, it's great, it's finally going to bring balance for tel- to, the force. To, the, to, to the industry, yeah. uh, I'm referring to it as a ecosystem, and I, I couldn't help but think that's something that the CEO is going to regret saying in a few years' time. Um, <laughs> It's a perfectly competent product, but I just don't see it having the scale to succeed. And it's aiming at this mid-tier market, which is very competitive, mm. relative thin margins. And as a, you know, a lover of technology, I like the fact that it's open source, it's based on HTML5. And there's some smart ideas, on, on the, particularly in the uh, App Store, which is sort of linked in with websites. And actually, there is no difference between them, just some work offline, some don't, and there's some smart searching. But there wasn't anything that made me immediately go, that's going to appeal to consumers in a meaningful way. Why, why, why is he saying that Firefox OS will appear to appeal to uh, mid-tier consumers in Latin America and presumably 
the the other options, for example, Windows Phone or BlackBerry Ten or or um, Android. mid-range Android or I don't know Ubuntu. I, I'm not sure that much thought was put behind it. It was just that we need something other than Android and iOS. I mean, I suppose Mozilla is a, a big name, so you know. Y- yeah, you can see that, um, but I mean, as we've said before, an ecosystem is more than yeah. just you know those devices well we should go and look at these yeah, things I, 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 I think, look I think there, was, so there was some Alcatel handsets swimming around on Sunday night and they, they certainly looked very slim and appealing but I suppose uh, I do want to see this software but having seen the Ubuntu software I kind of I feel I've had my fill of mediocre kind of uh, generic well, IP interfaces for and, now and it's you know they did a good job making sure there were some that actually you'd expect Twitter, Facebook, Foursquare that kind of thing but there wasn't the, the service piece. And I mean, they had here maps running on it, but it was the HTML5 version of here maps. So it's certainly not as good as that which you get on Series 40 and all the Lumia smartphones. They didn't really have the music piece. So it didn't feel like a, a complete offering. And I think that's becoming more of an issue for these you know, emerging platforms. It's not just enough to create the platform and get a few cool apps. You actually need to have a bit of a service play on top as well. And if somebody like Mozilla can't, or can't, can't do it, it's, it's quite a challenge. What did you see, Nikhaus? Well, I <clears throat> I took a quick jaunter over or jaunt over to Jamalto. Uh, Jamalto are the credit cardy, SIM cardy chappies. They do a heck of a lot in the financial markets. Um, for in fact, most of you, if you pull out your credit card on the back, there'll be either Jamalto or somebody else has manufactured the the, the card. Uh, so they are a big, big, multi-multi-billion dollar company. And a little while ago, they set me a contactless challenge. Do you remember this NFC contactless challenge? You were trying to pay for everything on NFC. Yes. On a, Don't say it in that way. Well, I just remember that... Trying and not always succeeding. Not always succeeding. Right, I was proving a point. It was very exciting. I unfortunately... Oh, uh, sorry. Uh, excitement was the emotion. It was. was right, yes, exactly. I uh, unfortunately lost that... Um, that competition to John Chu, the other blogger, and, and good luck to the, the guy. That's because I came to Barcelona and the flipping stuff didn't work. I noticed, but this is just December, right? Two months on, GSMA have obviously got hold of the, the venue people and made sure the stuff actually flipping works now. So that's typical. I lost because it didn't work. I was trying to pay with my Galaxy, so that was a nice. Anyway, I went to see Jamalto, and they've got a new thing called... Uh, Ooh, let me get it right. Pop wings, was that what I called it? Pop I wings, pop. So. It sounds like a turkey fried chicken product, doesn't it? Right, well, that's a fair point. Let me just get it out of here. It is a bi- it's a business card, an NFC business card, which we're seeing a lot of these things. Yes, pop wings. I don't know, I, I am a bit dubious about the whole... Dot M-E, popwings.me. I'm a bit dubious about the whole NFC thing. I still think it's, a, it's an interesting technology looking for a problem. I don't know if I agree now, because uh, I do. I know where you're coming from, but... That's because they bought you all those burgers. Who? Oh, 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 the Jamal. Right, okay, no. Well, that's, that's a fair point, and the McDonald's do have good support for NFC, but let me sit... Blanford, what are you doing? Blanford's adding Haribo sound mix on the back, so... Okay, right, okay. Let me uh, say where I think it's going to be quite exciting, because here at Mobile World Congress this year, the, the GSMA has done a deal with all these suppliers, all these companies, and they've given 3,500 Sony Xperia T handsets uh, to anyone, all, frankly, almost anybody that was interested. So you, but... Me in particular, right, yes, I'm delighted. They've given me this handset for a month, I think, or so, and basically it's, it's fully ready to be used, right? 
And the idea is we just have to walk about uh, Mobile World Congress and just try our NFC. And did you, uh, I noticed that the, the, the lunch place that we had a coffee at. Yes. Um, we didn't have lunch, but we had a coffee and a sandwich That's at right. the yep. afternoon. That's yep. right, uh, Following our panel. Did I pay with NFC? Did you yes. pay with NFC? Oh. I did pay with NFC, you but I, I used my card, not the phone, because I hadn't charged the thing up. Right, so, but so your, tomorrow your we touch, are going to pay. Touch. Card yes, well, and by the way, in December when I was here, that did not work. Oh, I need to be clear, it yeah. did not flip and work. Very annoying. So it's definitely moving at speed. And yep. this pop wings thing is like a business card you've got in front of us. Yes, so, so it's a business card, uh, it's business card size, and you just tap your phone onto it, and bang, up it pops. Yeah, my, you, my you take your phone onto it, and then you go back to your phone and you turn it. Yeah, it's on, pretty cool. There's go, lots of yes, people yes, doing this. No, it's settings, security, advanced settings. It yes, does not. NFC, no, no, no. It doesn't you say that. Thing, and, and by that point, listen, just person, have some more wine, the, man. It's the, not that complicated. It's very straightforward. We, we do need to talk about a good NFC experience. We were, there's a you can have an NFC card app on your phone, which means you don't have to show photo ID to get through the gates to get into NFC. And yes. I, I did one look at the queue that Ben and Ian were joining and thought, I know, I'm going to go in through the NFC lane. I walked in through the NFC lane. It all worked very, very well. One touch, my picture appeared, and they said, oh, yes, do go in, Mr. Blanford. Your desk waits I, for you. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I walked in. Nokia is waiting for you. And waiting for Ben and Ewan to appear, thinking I'll be smug and wait here a couple of minutes. And five seconds later, they appeared. So there appeared to be absolutely no saving in time whatsoever. No, that's because looking at a passport and touching a phone on a piece of plastic aren't measurably different. Right, so tomorrow I'm going to take you to the Jamalto stand and we're going to get you a popwings.me business card, right? See what you think about it. Yeah. Uh, I've got the spare Sony phone, so you can use it. Yeah. I've got the Galaxy, so we can all experience this stuff. Blanford's got his Windows 8 phone. Basically, the only thing that doesn't do NFC is your iPhone. And I think uh, that that's becoming more and more of a problem, uh, I think, because it is actually really quite cool. Also on the Jamalto stand, we will be paying for some water. Right. So they've got a vending machine there, two cents. It's, just, it's two cents for a bottle of water, right? It's just it's, it's approving the concept thing. I was going to say this is not some miraculous, you know, sort of. Water no, no, thing. no. We're just going to go and play it, and I'm going to see whether you enjoyed the experience. I think I will enjoy the experience in terms of I like to see it work, but I don't think that touching the phone on the, I don't think touching the phone on the vending machine yeah. is going to be that much more convenient than putting a euro coin in a slot. And, and oh no, you got to carry the flipping coins. What are you thinking? Okay, but I, I. I for example, um, not on not on Mobile World Congress. I'm just back from the states, right? Where I took my Starbucks app. Now, nice. Now, yeah. normally, I, I you know I'm a, I'm a lover of coffee and therefore not a Starbucks fan. But what? Well, right. well, it, it's not. I, I like really good coffee, and Starbucks doesn't serve really good coffee. Okay, it serves right, right. mediocre coffee. Uh, but I was in Middle America, yeah. and frankly, when 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 needs must. Yeah. So I got my Starbucks app out, and I paid. On my iPhone, by scanning a barcode on the screen, it worked. It, it all integrated. I got some points and some loyalty points for it, and it makes me think that you know you this can, mobile thing might work. But it makes me think that it will work. But it also makes me think that you don't need the complexity of NFC to do the transaction. If you change that, you know, everyone's going to have to put scanners or readers or something on their vending machines or on their tills to read NFC. If you put in optical scanners rather than <sighs> NFC scanners. I don't, I don't know if I agree with this logic. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll see how it goes tomorrow, but the yeah. point is that... You, uh, no, but, okay, talk to me about the Oyster card, right? So the NFC... But that's not N- it's not NFC, though. Well, it? the, the, the similar style. What do they call it? The, well, the, 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 the contactless... Yeah, contactless. Contact how would you have us do that? 
So all these people from around the world listening to this podcast, you're saying they're doing it wrong by using a, a contactless card. No, no. You I should just, just do something else, just scan a barcode. No, no, but, but contactless there works. And the reason that... The, Why does it work? Because you, when, you're, when you're having you know, hundreds of thousands of people going through yep. the barriers, mm-hmm. you need very, very quick response. Right, so why do I have to reach for a different... Well, I already have the phone in my hand. Yeah. Why can't I just tap that? Well, but the thing I already is, have it in the, my hand. The, that's the point. The, right? re- the, reason that, the reason that Oyster don't use NFC... Right. It's not an NFC system. Is it's too yeah, so slow. It's, right. Okay. So the system, oh, right. the system that they've used is ten times faster than a typical NFC wireless transaction. And we're talking like kind of fractions of a second. But, but it is important. But, right. but, but but people are walking through those barriers yeah. at walking speed, and they need to be able to go through. So my point is that. When you have a very high speed need, you have to have a bespoke solution okay. like Oyster. Yeah. When you have a generic, you know, standing at a vending machine, making a transaction, not too bothered solution, why not go easy and make it work on loads of devices by doing an, an optical thing? But mm. you know, we'll, we'll see. But there's, there's, one for, there's one for discussion. I'd love to hear what the Jamato guys say. And perhaps we'll bring the recorder along and, yeah, and cool. listen to what they have to say. Um, this is probably running massively long. Did we see anything else? Oh, you and I did an amazing panel. Uh, I, I think... As, as an unbiased audience member, I can tell you that the audience was hanging on virtually everywhere, particularly... Because we locked the doors. Particularly during the, so the demo session, of which Ben was uh, one of the participants. I can't really comment on the rest of the panel because I arrived late and then had to leave to get to another appointment. But the, the demo it was right down... Joking aside, talking about innovation and apps, it was an interesting uh, part of the panel because it was a, a certain perspective, I think, on the larger scale app developers. Uh, there wasn't a lot of love for the smaller scale app developers, which is actually something I've I was seen, trying to bring that out. You know, yeah. more generally at NWC, you know, that there is this sense that apps have become a bit more mature. It's not something mm. that's in the bedroom anymore. It's big companies are being serious about it. I mean, I, I personally feel there's still space for that smaller development teams, um, and actually some of the most innovative ideas come out of there. But it is, it, it, you know, apps used to be kind of the buzzword, a bit like NFC is now, but now apps are everywhere. It's just taken for granted. And it, it's this technology cycle that always happens in mobile. So it's kind of interesting to, you know, having been coming to MWC for oh, eight years now, you know, when I first went, apps were kind of the NFC stage, and now they're just accepted and actually, the talk goes to business model and how we make money, <laughs> and that conversation is still going on because basically most people aren't making vast amounts out yeah. of the apps themselves. It's the stuff that goes with them. And we, and we cover that. We actually we cover that in the, in the panel during the day. So that was really fascinating, and I enjoyed being on it. I, I talked about uh, the mobile learning um, solutions. Oh, here comes Rioka. I'm trying to make it make as much noise as possible. Yeah, um, I, talk, I talked a bit about mobile learning and. and um, my day job, which I, I don't tend to talk about in the podcast, but it's great. And uh, you did a, a you know passable job as a moderator. You know, every, you know, everyone was still facing the right way at the end, so that was good fun. There was a guy at the front, right at the start, asleep. So he, before we actually started, he was asleep. He, he, <laughs> there are lots. There are lots of. There are, to be fair, there are lots of very jet lagged people here because it's a it's an international. He, conference. he woke up halfway. Well, not halfway. Maybe five ten minutes into it, and it kind of glanced at me briefly and kind of almost kind of stood up went not for me I'm going to walk out <laughs> <time. laughs> um, so um, day, day two tomorrow a um, bit of a different focus because um, there's a few one or two big things but, but we're going to spend a bit more time on the exhibition stands because the the exhibition space is epic I mean it takes 20-30 minutes to walk across it never mind around it so we're mm. gonna we're gonna walk around that tomorrow 50,000 oh. square metres blimey oh. can we say hello 
to the listener bracket S, so you know, the, the listeners who listen to it on site. Yeah, so we got some amazing so, feedback. There are people at MWC listening to this dross uh, instead of doing the work that they've probably been paid to come to. So uh, if you're listening, thank you very much. Above and beyond the call of duty, so thank you for yeah. doing that. And we do appreciate those. Can we award them something, comments. some kind of special status? If Check. I can remember who they are, which I can't. Can we call them Blandies, as in Blandford yeah, well, we'll, fans? No, I, I, they, they were actually fans. Team Blandy. They were particular fans of you and that. Oh, there you go. Me? Yes. Uh, and they, they felt that your your rant about taxis and buses was particularly... Oh, well, very on, sensible on, on people, message. I think. There's, right, there's, good. There's yes. no accounting for taste. And certainly, if you're listening <laughs> to a mobile podcast and you're only enjoying the part about public transport, we probably need to up our game. <laughs> uh, anyways, it's getting it's getting late. Uh, and uh, we Drink up. We've had a long day. There's the best of rest of best of a bottle of Virocca, but rest <laughs> of a bottle of Virocca to drink. Uh, so thank you very much for listening. Tomorrow, Lots day of two of Mobile World Congress, and again we'll be giving a quick review on all the things we've seen and thought uh, tomorrow evening. Thank, thank you, you for listening.